Hey guys, I'm Adam Fennig. And I'm Cody Sisko. And you're tuned in to the Talk and Shed podcast. I believe this is episode number six. And uh, Cody, what are we up to today? Well, we are going to go do a demo up in Pandora, Ohio. We have a uh, 1224 hooked up to us with the cedar on top of it. Uh, we're not going to be seeding anything today. Customer just wants to run over some corn stalks and uh, see what it does. Yeah, so today is November 9th, and uh, we've had a beautiful stretch of weather here. As everyone knows, we got really wet there towards the end of October, uh, just rain after rain. Uh, we thought demo season was over, but here we are, November 9th. Uh, it's going to be somewhere around 60 degrees today. Um, beautiful window here for guys to get crops out, and so we're doing demos like crazy, trying to get these things knocked out. So. Um, Walk us through, Cody, what this guy's wanting to see with this 1200, uh, what he's using today, and a little bit of background on his operation. So basically, he is a uh, corn farmer, and then he also grows tomatoes as well. Um, basically, what he's wanting to do is he's looking for a tool that in the fall where he can run over it and uh, chop up those corn stalks corn stalks to get some decomposition there and then uh, possibly maybe also take this in the fall and run it as well so that way he can go into a nice seed bed whenever he's planting tomatoes. So he wants us a tool he can run in the fall but then hit it in the spring and uh, create a beautiful seed bed. Now the huge advantage that Salford owns running in the spring is the independent coils and we're going to get into that here a little bit but that's what intrigued this guy right yep yeah so typically with more of your gang machines you get that uh, spear effect and with this being an independent system and everything on its own individual coil you do not have that smear level like you do with other gang tools yep um and also with the nice thing about that coil is that you have a fracturing effect with that coil which it, uh, a lot of guys don't realize the benefit to that but you know today we'll go through and we'll do some digging and really see that we'll be able to break apart those berms that he has and stuff like that so awesome well i'm excited to get this demo under our belt uh this guy's been wanting to run for quite some time and finally we get the weather to do it uh beautiful sunshine we've had here in the last 10 days or so and uh uh if any of you guys out there pay much attention to deer hunting and the calendar, um, if you're like Cody and I, we we feel we should maybe be in the tree stand right now. The, the deer are running around like crazy. Um, I hunted a little bit over this past weekend, and uh, I know a lot of guys are in the combine right now, of course, but you're probably seeing deer running everywhere. The whitetail rut is on. Uh, the weather's beautiful. It's just a great time. Um, sweet November. Yep, sweet November. Um, I was over in western Indiana yesterday working on some Valmar cover crop cedars, getting them running. Um, guys, I've been talking with a lot of guys that are creeping up on the end of harvest. Um, so, yeah, it's starting. It's starting to get in our area. I mean, it, guys really did a lot here within this last week and a half. 
someone could have called uh, for a better better stretch of weather here. After all that rain, everyone was kind of down in the dumps thinking we'd have to mud all these, all these crops out. There was a lot of double crop beans out. Um, it, was, it was starting to get a little ugly there, but then all of a sudden, like a light switch, uh, sunshine, um, it's dried out. We're clear until it looks like maybe Thursday. Yep, but yep, I think Wednesday, Thursday night, I believe, is whenever we're supposed to get a shower. But it sounds like it's not going to be a whole lot. Yeah, and from what I've been hearing, um, yields have been extremely favorable, um, both on corn and beans. And then the the added uh, the added bonus is those double crop beans have been doing well. I've heard of some 50, 60 bushel double crop beans after some really good wheat uh that's the ticket right there yeah uh of course some double crops don't come around every year but this year was a great year for those double crop beans yep it was it was good to have the gamble out there that's for sure that's what i how i always put it yep so around here for us uh our shop guys have been kind of running everywhere uh we've been working on uh keeping valmar cover crop cedars running um, getting tillage demos done. I know Seth and Jake, they've, they're doing demos up there at the Norwalk store today. Yeah. Grandpa um, and I got back Friday from one in Valparaiso, Indiana. Uh, that one went really well. Demoed the tool that we're pulling right now. We just, uh, loaded it on the semi and took it over there. It's about a three hour drive, but, uh, customer was mesmerized by it for sure. So, uh, he, he really enjoyed it. And, uh, I think that's probably what the best satisfaction is reactions are to them yeah demo is a ton of fun you know there's really no pressure just go out there and and see how the tool performs on their on their farm you know when you're talking to a customer they're always intrigued about different tools but when you take the time to go to their farm show them that you care and let them hook to the tool and play with it man it, it's just a totally different ball game um, especially when the tool works really well um, it, it's a no pressure there's you know they can put the tool through all the paces that they want on their own dirt um, it, I love doing demos it, it's a fun deal yeah just kind of just educating them and letting them see and compare and everything like that you know everybody will always tell you well it, it my dirt's different than his dirt this and that so videos to guys aren't exactly you know the key key thing that guys will look at they're like well I want to do a demo and I want to see what it looks like on my dirt like we were in whenever we were in Valparaiso I mean that was some black like some really black loamy it was it was some nice stuff uh, that we were working in what he calls clay would be our our pretty good dirt so it's it's uh one of those deals but uh yep demos are a ton of fun we've been doing a lot of them um, yeah, we've been keeping the shop busy, that's for dang sure. Um, you know, like we said, it's November 9th. Harvest is not wrapped up, but it, it's getting there. And uh, we're going to start getting phone calls, well, we already have, of, of planters mm -hmm. setting up fertilizer for that. And uh, seems like sooner than later we're going to turn a page on 2021 and start talking spring of 22 which is yep. crazy yep. but uh, yeah I know I got a couple of planner jobs lined up that we're just waiting on parts right now to come in and once we get those we 
ready to rock and roll. So it'll be it'll be springtime before we know it. It'll go go by in a breeze. That's for sure. Yep. We've been we've been busy all around. So um, a lot going on. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into uh, Salford tillage tools and dissect the different model numbers and everything in this podcast. Um, just be uh, extremely educational about uh, what each tool does and hopefully by the end of the podcast you can get a good feel of maybe which one fits your tillage desire and what you're looking to do on your farm. You know there's uh, I don't know, probably 25 different manufacturers of tillage tools. And and it makes you think, boy, how, how can that many people manufacture them? Well, it's because each tool does a different thing. And, and all these all this dirt's different. And some guys are wanting to bury corn stalks. Some guys are wanting to just barely chop them up. Um, everyone's wanting to do something different. And uh, so that's how there's still 25 manufacturers that are successfully making tools uh, that work all across the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there was if there was a manufacturer that made the perfect tool, well, there'd be only one manufacturer of a, only one manufacturer of a tillage tool. There was one perfect tool, but it, that that uh, is not the case. So, well, the Salford tools, uh, Salford is located in. Uh, they've got two manufacturing plants, one in uh, Osceola, Iowa, and one up in Canada. And uh, they make the tillage tools at both plants. Um, Salford has been known for years as, as kind of the elite tillage company. Um, their tools are the highest quality out there. Um, and it's come a long way. Um, I'm going to talk briefly about the original 570 here quick and then I'll let Cody dive into to the 11 and 1200 we're going to start in numerical order with the lowest number first we'll describe what those numbers mean and uh, go from there so the original tool that Salford released as the independent tool that got the company started is a tool called the 570 570 um, now what exactly that number Means I honestly don't know what 570 means um, as far as the model number, um, but that tool, it's it's got the standard coils on it, 20 inch blades. It's got um, you know the the three bar harrow and the rolling basket. It's your standard tillage tool that you see today from Salford. Um, when that tool first came out, it was built a little bit light. There were some issues. Um, We had some undercarriage issues uh, where the walking tandems weren't heavy enough on the main frame. The tires weren't heavy enough on the main frame. Um, They had some coil issues early on. Guys were breaking coils left and right. Uh, To be honest, I've talked to a lot of guys that as soon as that tool came out, there was nothing else like it. And a lot of people demoed that tool. And it was built light, it didn't penetrate very well. And all of those issues that I've talked about, in my opinion, uh, put a bad taste in a lot of guys' mouth about the Salford tool. I've talked to so many people who who hear me say Salford and they just cringe. They say, I demoed that thing you know, 15 years ago and, 
it, it you couldn't even tell where you ran it or I owned one of those and I broke half the coils in one year and um, to some extent some days I wish Salford had never made the 570 but on the other token it's a great starter tool today um, but that tool still has a place those issues have all been fixed now today if you, if you look at a 2002 tool and and I'm not talking bad about their product but like everything it evolves it starts off as a product that is not quite toned in to where it needs to be and then over time it becomes through customer feedback a really awesome product so the 570s today um, you know if you were to find an 08 09 2010 up to 12 570 those are good tools um, they're not real aggressive they're on seven and a half inch spacing um, they're not going to move much dirt at all but they're not designed to move much dirt the vertical tillage if you break that definition down it means tillage downward vertically up and down not side to side that's horizontal tillage this is vertical tillage downward and what that does is it shatters the ground below the tool that's what it does downward not side to side so you're not going to pull out ruts with a 570 you're not going to bury corn stalks with a 570 that tool is not designed to do it so that was the original Salford vertical tillage machine like I said it put a bad taste in, in a lot of guys mouth because of some manufacturing issues and just the fact that it was lighter duty so I'm gonna let Cody dive into the the 11 and 1200 um, the 1100 today is what would replace the 570 so the 570 is technically no longer manufactured it is the 570 number doesn't exist anymore from the factory it has now been blended over to an 1100 number which is the lightest duty tool available and we'll let Cody talk 11 and 1200 yeah so basically uh, like Adam said the 1100 replaced the uh, 570 the 5 or the 1100 has your uh, heavier duty tires underneath it the heavier duty your axles well and also in that change they used to have a ball bearing uh, ball bearings in their spindles and so now it's a cup and cone bearing to where uh, those cup and cone bearings don't go out near as fast as what the ball bearings do um, so that was a couple of the updates as far as that so you still have the seven and a half inch spacing tools 20 inch blades and uh, the inch and a quarter coils um, then we get up to the 1200 so the 1200 is basically everything that I just talked about but it's on five inch spacing so five inch spacing means that there's 30% more blades on that um, and you still get all the jackhammering effect and everything like that so basically it's just a souped up it's more of a souped up version of what the 1100 was or well is I should say um, you know any any type of blade pattern on that you'll have your three three bar uh, coil tines um, and then a rolling basket behind it pretty standard for all the software tools out there um, as far as leveling and everything out this is the tool that you're going to use to level um, you know like Adam said you're not going to get ruts out you're not going to bury corn stalks now if you're just looking for some decomposition of corn stalks and stuff like that leveling out some ground 
this is the tool what you're going to get and then you know everybody else has their own vertical tillage tool but typically those are more gang tools i believe salford is the only tool out there that has an independent series to where it's on each individual blade so one the blades are easier to change uh you'll have more bearings to change but at the same time they're all independent blades are easier to change and it's easier than dropping a whole gang and then trying to replace some blades if you're doing that you might as well replace a whole gang and replace all the blades on the whole gang um, you won't get the smear effect like what you do with the gang tools so with them being on independence you don't get that smear effect like you do um, yeah that's about all I got there um, yeah the, the 11 and 1200 uh, you know the 1200 today is our most popular vertical tillage tool um, 5 inch spacing 20 inch blade standard coils and when it comes to the coil issue that Salford had a while back that's non-existent today Cody touched on the bearings man those bearings last forever today I mean they really do the cup and cones handle the side load really well so when we talk the numbering system from Salford you need to pay attention to the first two numbers so 1100 1200 what does that mean so the 1000 series is just the standard vertical tillage tool the second number the one and the two making it the 11 and 1200 the one means it's on seven and a half inch spacing the two means it's on five inch spacing so the next tools we're going to talk about is the 21 and 2200 so the 2000 series is the heavy duty so 22 inch blades inch and five eighths coils so it's got a larger coil larger blade five bolt hub the 2100 is of course on seven and a half inch spacing because the second number is a one. The 2200 is, as you can guess, on five inch spacing. So um, the 12 and 22 are the two options for vertical tillage. The 1200's got 20 inch blades, the 2200 has got 22 inch blades. Um, so it's just kind of a step up, um, heavier duty system in the field depending on the soil type i don't see a big difference between the 22 and 12. Um, it depends on where you're located some days i see a big difference some days i don't um, so there's not a ton to break down between the on the 1200s and 2200s they're extremely similar tools straight coils straight blades uh, vertical tillage and i point those tools a lot to spring tillage um, I don't feel there's a big need to run any of them in the fall especially if you own a Yetter Devastator underneath your corn head so from there let's jump into the 4200 and I'm gonna let Cody talk about the 4000 series and what that 4200 looks like what kind of blades it's got and what that thing is designed to do so basically a 4200 series is instead of having all of your wavy blades up front uh up front we actually have some uh pitched blades so kind of something similar that you'd see on like a 5200 series they'll have those uh multi-angled blades up front 
to where you can bury a little bit more residue. So basically with the 4200, we're just, we're getting a little bit more aggressive each step. Um, so we have those uh, concave blades up front that do a little bit more action, a little bit more bearing. And then in the back to level that out, we have the rip, they're the, are they eight waves? They're eight waves in yeah. the back. Eight wave blades in the back to help smooth that out. And then your uh, three bar harrow and then your rolling basket as well on the back. Um, you know, basically we're just, we're starting to get into our concave blades to help bury a little bit more residue, but still try to keep a little bit less of a minimum till in this stage of the game. Yeah, the, the 4200, I kind of call that thing the hybrid tool. It's something that can, that tool can do a lot. I mean, you can make that thing dance. I mean, if you want to run that thing in the fall and bury corn stalks, it's going to do it. And it'll bury them to where they don't blow. They're going to be pinned to the ground and it looks beautiful. If you want to just run it in the spring, it almost acts as a field cultivator in the spring. It's going to bury stuff but it's capable of leaving it extremely smooth. So like Cody described, the front half of the tool has got the compounded angled dished blades to lift and flip. And then the back half of the tool is your standard vertical tillage blades and they're designed to cut and size the dirt and residue. Then it's got the rolling basket. That 4200 is kind of a Swiss army knife. If you're looking for a tool that almost does it all, like you want to tear, there's some falls where you want to tear out uh, some tire ruts from a combine, a 4200 can do that. And then you want a tool that can go in there and lightly till in the spring, 4200 can do that. So it's an extremely unique tool. There's definitely nothing out there on the market that comes close to comparing to the 4200. That is a tool that you just have to demo on your farm and see if it does what you want it to do. It, it can do a lot so from the 42 we're going to jump up into the 5000 series and like Cody touched on as these numbers get bigger it gets more and more aggressive so 5200 the most aggressive tool it's the 5200 enforcer if you tune into YouTube it is the tool that Larson Farms own and this tool can just turn it black and, and that's both the smoke coming out the pipe of your tractor and the dirt. Yep. They'll both be black. Um, so Cody talked about the compounded angled blade, blades on the front of the 4200. Those blades are front to back the entire tool of the 52. So there's no straight blades on this thing. Um, 5200 is gaining a ton of popularity. What this thing is known for and why it is relevant is because this tool can take a corn stalk field in the fall, completely bury the residue, 100%, but it's gonna leave it smooth. It won't be rocky, there won't be boulders. Um, so you can run it nine, 10 miles an hour, bury residue, but leave it extremely smooth and come spring, one pass and plant, no question. A lot of guys are running 875s in the fall and 870s, and they go extremely deep. And what we're finding is that those tools rip out the bottom, the, the 
ground that actually is going to carry that planter in the spring and all of a sudden you're making tire ruts because there's nothing there to hold your tool when you got that center fill planter filled with seed and the wings loaded down with fertilizer um, so now you're just making ruts all the time and then you have to deep rip in the fall to get the ruts out and then you make them again in the spring and it's a revolving cycle the 5200 does all of the tillage that the 870 does without having to go 18 inches deep and drive six miles an hour you can get it all done with the 52 yep. 52 is sweet that's yep. one of my favorite tools it's an awesome tool to demo because cody talked about seeing guys reaction when you demo tools people are literally blown away by the 5200 yeah it, it's it's unlike anybody's ever seen before that tool is just so super long and the amount of plates that are on it it just helps mixes it helps mix all of that stuff into one and it buries that residue like adam said but we're only working that six inches yeah up top yeah it's like throw the top six inches of soil in a blender and spitting it out and it is just smooth yeah we had a, a few very successful demos of that uh back there in october yep. and uh it's a sweet tool um there's really not much other to say about it buries residue and it leaves it smooth there's a lot of tools out there that bury residue but this does it without creating columns and it leaves it smooth um, so if you need an aggressive tool in the fall to bury a lot of high residue corn 5200 is something you need to call us and get a demo on yes from there we're going to touch on some of the newer tools from salford which would be the Halo Airway and the Halo HSD. Yep. So why don't you take it away? Uh, so basically, the Halo is uh, a high-speed disc, essentially. Uh, you know, basically, we're working with uh, Salford there. Basically, we got our it's a gang. Basically, um, they're still independent. They're they're still independent. It's not quite a gang, but it's a high-speed disc. So. We're looking to chop up some uh, some residue and stuff like that, and get a little bit of incorporation there. Uh, this tool will do it. Uh, we can have the option to have some hydraulic down pressure on the baskets and everything. Um, leaves it super smooth after you go across it. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's basically just your your high speed disc. Uh, you know, maybe just not quite as aggressive as the fifty two. Right. Yeah. Just basically a step down from the 52 yeah um and then we got the halo airway well i the airway is basically a combination of the two uh so the airway itself is basically like a big aerator in front and then on the back then you have those uh compounded eagle blades on the high speed disc as well as well and uh <clears throat> so you're getting both effects with this tool and uh adam and i kind of see a whole lot of, of promise in that tool i think uh, yeah i think that's something that you know if you're familiar with the whole airway concept you know salford purchased airway back in shoot i don't know 2015 2016 maybe and the airway that's the the yellow tool with the big spikes on it is how a lot of guys describe it it's really odd looking to be honest but if you ever pay attention to what those things do, I think those tools are money makers. I mean, the airway concept is to 
mix oxygen and water with the soil. And that's exactly what they do. Um, to, to run an airway in the fall, I think it's got a lot of merit. It breaks down compaction. It, it mixes, it gets oxygen down into the soil, which is extremely important. And it makes pockets for water to infiltrate down through. Um, it's a sweet concept. If you're not familiar with the airway concept, I, I urge you to watch some YouTube videos and, and get on their website and read up on that tool. That tool has got a ton of merit. It's It's got a lot of scientific stuff behind it, to be honest. I mean, a lot of these tools mix dirt, but the way that thing gets oxygen and, and moisture down into the ground, there's no tool that touches it. And when, when you run the halo airway, which is airway tines in the front to, to poke the holes and infiltrate, and then you've got like angled blades in the back, I think that tool's pretty sweet. It's a newer tool, but I think it has a ton of potential. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's, uh, there's a lot of, uh, of potential behind all these tools that we're talking about. But we get a lot of questions on the Salfords, you know, what's an 1100, what's a 570, what do all these numbers mean? And, and we spend a lot of time just, just educating people on, you know, their, their neighbor runs a 2200, but they see on the website that maybe a 1200 fits them best. And what's the difference? And so that's what we're trying to break down here in this podcast is just educating everyone on basically all things Salford tillage tools. Um, our territory rep, Dave Gunkelman, yep. uh, he does a great job of helping us with demos, helping educate us, and giving feedback that we hear from the customer uh, back to Salford to get these tools dialed in and created even better. Salford is a company that is rapidly growing. They now own BBI, Valmar, and Airway, um, all of which are companies that we think very highly of and we represent them to the highest level. Um, their parts is hard to beat. They've got a warehouse here in Ohio. Um, it's stocked full of anything. You could build a lot of tools with the parts that they have in inventory and uh, their service is extremely, extremely good. So if you're in the business for a new tillage tool, no matter what you're looking to do with it, I urge you to look at Salford. Um, the prices on, on everything has gone up and Salford is not immune to price increases. No one is. And tools are expensive. But man, I'm telling you, the way these things are built today, there's not much need to be trading these newer Salfords off. I mean, the bearings last forever. Switch the blades out on them and keep them greased. Yeah, you're good to go. Which even the grease intervals on the on the discs are 100 hours. Yeah. I mean, pretty minimal. Um, you're better off to grease it less often than you are more often. Uh, you forget to grease it a few times, and that's not an issue. It, it's whenever you grease it a lot and, and blow the seals out the backside that it becomes an issue. But Yeah, I don't know. Cody, what's your favorite Salford tillage tool, and why? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, all of them are, are pretty unique in their own way but I mean I think it's the 1200 I mean the 1200 just
Well, you stole my favorite tillage tool, but so I'm gonna say a different one. But I wanna I wanna elaborate on that. My favorite tillage tool is probably the 1200 as well. And I'll tell you the program that I just absolutely love. I've seen it implemented time and time again, and it is flawless. Put a dev yet or devastator on your corn head. Number one, call Cody, order a devastator. It is the highest ROI product you will ever own on your farm. I guarantee it. If you're not running one, put one on right now. So that's step one. Run the devastator in the stalks in the fall, obviously. Get you a Salford. Set up your planter to plant beans into a minimum till situation. What I mean by that is remove the no-till colder, put row cleaners on, and get some Yetter poly spike twisters. Okay. At that point, your planter is set up to plant beans effectively in a lot of trashy situations and still be able to throw out some crazy yields. Okay. The key is run the 1200 in the fall, or I'm sorry, in the spring. So hit, hit it in the fall with the Devastator. Don't touch it other than the Devastator in the fall. Just leave the stalks sit. Come in in the spring after those stalks have decayed. Hit it once with your Salford 1200. Grab your planter, Kinsey 1790, whatever it is, and let them row cleaners move the residue out of the way. Let the closing wheels seed or close the trench and you have got an awesome, low maintenance, one pass bean planting situation. Yep. There's no better way to do it. So I love that scenario. The, the Salford breaks down the nutrients that are locked up in those stalks and you will see a yield bump by running the Devastator and the Salford to get those nutrients pulled out of the stalks. But since he took my favorite tool, I'm going to say 5200. That's my next, that's my second yeah. favorite. Um, just, there's nothing else out there like it. Um, the way that thing can just turn it black and leave it baby butt smooth, guys are blown away. Um, I love what that tool can do. So, 1252, it's probably, probably my favorite two tools. Yeah, yeah, those are, those tool, those two tools are, are pretty unbelievable in what they do. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we thought we would do a Salford podcast. I thought it was, uh, it kind of fit the bill of what we're doing today and what we've been doing with yep. demos. Yep. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of demos that we've done. There's a lot of pricing that's been going on, and, and there will be a lot more Salford tools sold here in the next three months or so. Yep. I would say it, there's a lot of movement towards that. What else have you got, Cody? Today's November 9th. Um, we're, uh, today's Tuesday, so we're a long ways from the weekend. Yep. But we've got a big week ahead of us yet, taking care of customers, getting things shipped out, and uh, keeping things rolling at the shop. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's never too late to think about the planner. I mean, it, or too early, I should say, not too late. Um, you know, it just... We need to be thinking about that stuff. I can't stress that enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you need anything, feel free to call us. You need to pick our brain a little bit, call us. doesn't matter. We'll answer. Yep. Whatever. Yep, between uh, Cody and Dad and Kevin and Seth and Jake, 
we enjoy talking to customers. Um, I get a lot of guys that have called me recently and they've said, Adam, I've been meaning to reach out to you for a while, but I know you're busy. And we are, but we can pass some, some phone calls around and get you to the right person. Seth up there in Norwalk is extremely knowledgeable on the Salford stuff too. Mm-hmm. So is Jake and Kevin, everyone is. Um, but yeah, we're just happy to take the phone calls and, and happy to help. to the demo up here in Pandora, Ohio. Um, it's near Lima and uh, we're towing this 24 foot 1200 up here and uh, hopefully going to have an exciting demo today. Of course tune into our YouTube channel because we are going to make a YouTube video while we're out here demoing today. You can tune into that uh, later this week. Subscribe to our weekly email newsletter that comes out every Friday morning. If you're unsure on how to subscribe to that, go to our website, scroll all the way to the bottom, and you can enter your email there. So thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. Uh, We've now had over 100 people listen to our podcast, which is crazy, Mm -hmm. um, for for just talking about uh, some things and and, uh, just a couple salesmen who uh, just trying to kill some time between between trips some commuting yep. some commuting time it's a lot of fun we enjoy talking talking about it and uh hopefully you guys continue to tune in so that's all i've got for today yep thanks for tuning in guys we'll see you